Hello and welcome to You Know It with Thurs and Nick and our special guest, Mark Hathaway from the Hathaway House of Horror. How are you doing? Hello. Good afternoon to the pair of you. I'm well, thank you. Thank excellent, you for having me. Excellent, excellent. And of course, Nick, how are you? Hello, everyone. It's been a while since we've um, recorded one of these. It has. Uh, it has been a while. It's probably only just over a month since we posted them, though. Yeah. They're kind of... Uh, delayed um this time around we did april last time now it's may we've moved on to may 1990 and uh you know there is some stuff going down um unemployment is uh it's like risen for the first time uh it's like in like four years um france is all about the bse um, and they're uh, they're prohibiting British beef and live cattle imports, um, but uh, the agricultural minister John Gummer is uh, feeding his uh, his five year old daughter hamburgers to prove. I remember that on TV. That it's fine. Do you remember that? I remember seeing that. Yeah. Mark, do you do you have I any ha- recollection? I, I, I tell you, what, you took me back there in a heartbeat. <laughs> I don't. The, the, the literally the words B. What the letters B S E? And I was like, damn, I remember that. Yeah, that um, was. Uh, I do. Yeah. That was the uh, the the COVID of nineteen ninety. Yes, oh, yes, it was. Really brings back the memories. <laughs> it does. It was. I remember that was a big deal. Like BSE was. was like a huge thing. Uh, everyone it was, was really a huge terrible. deal. You're right. Um, the uh, Rover Group launches uh, its new version of the uh, Metro Super Mini. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's one of their best sellers. Uh, it's one of those instantly recognizable nineties cars when you, yeah. uh, when you see it. Um, Mr. Uh, Dean have one? No, Mr. Bean. Well, did he have one? He might've had or one. Was it a Metro or he had the mini. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is like the uh, Metro mini. mini. Oh yeah. Didn't have one of those. It's the Metro super mini. You know, it's good. Cause it's got the word super in front of it. <laughs> every SNES game. Like every SNES yeah, game. Exactly. Every SNES game. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's the end of uh, house price inflation, uh, as declared by Halifax Building Society. Two years after the housing market peaked, inflation now stands at 9.4%, the highest level for eight fucking years. Wow. Are you serious? 8%? <sighs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 9.4%. Wow. 9.4%. 9.4%. Sorry. Yeah, what was yeah. the average house price then, though? I have no idea. Um, well, no, the price of a modern know. Freddo, I reckon. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they say um, that the, the Freddo, uh, the Freddo market—that's like the way to judge markets, yeah, right? Freddo's. The price of Freddo. That's how we do it in the UK, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, the Prince and Princess of Wales, Charles and Charles, Charles Char- and Diana, uh, they travel to Budapest for the first time. Um, it's their first post-war British royal visit. Oh, bless them. Um, and uh, Billy Cartman, 33-year-old grouter, uh, is the sixth Briton to die in the construction of the Channel Tunnel. Um, he is crushed by heavy machinery. Uh, quite a few people. I didn't realize how many people died making the yeah. Channel Tunnel. There was yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a few yeah. people. It's dangerous business. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't even been considered now. Like the the risk to reward side of things. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think the tunnel gets made in this day and age. I think there you, was a lot. A, a lot of people. You might be right. You, you might well mm. be right. Um. And uh, well, something you'll probably know more about than me because I don't do the football. Yeah. But uh, do you, what do you have this? I, I've got some football stuff. 
Let me scroll <coughs> down to... I've got some other news as well I think you've missed. Oh, go on. So if I, if I do the other news first, and I can jump onto the football in a second. May the 2nd, in London, a man brandishing a knife robs a, uh, a courier of barrier, barrier, barrier bonds worth 292 million. Jesus, in 1990 money. Yeah. That's when that, yeah, that's when that was real money, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's apparently the second largest <laughs> mugging of all uh, to date. So it's a bigger one previously. Yeah. And uh, wow. this was a good one here. A lady in um, France, her name is Jane Clement, surpassed um, a lady called Augustus Holtz to become the oldest lady in the world. How old was she? 122 and 164 days. Wow. She was born February 9, 1875 and she died in August 1977. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me she was still going. That would have been amazing. No. No, that, 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 was lady, that was the lady before her who died. Yeah, the other one. Yeah. So she did 122, 165 days. So. Damn. She's probably dead now. Yeah. It's like, what, 33 years ago? Mm. She'd be like, Emperor Palpatine old. So also, <laughs> the portrait by um, Vince Van Gogh of Dr. Gouget, which I'm going to now pronounce wrong, sold for a record $82.5 million. Jesus. That's a lot of money back in those days. Yeah. This is a bit of a worrying one. I, I don't really thought we were still like this back in the 90s. But the World Health Organization removes homosexuality from a list of diseases. Can you believe that? Yeah, well, uh, the early early nineties, yeah, it was pretty wild because that was like the like AIDS panic and yeah. everything else going on. Yeah. Um, it, it's post-day. surprising when you think back. You assume these things have been this way for a long time, but they yeah. really haven't. It was post AIDS, wasn't it? And then it was the whole, you know, the Baptist Church in America, and they were sending their kids off to Bible queer camp. camp, for lack of a better way. But I think one of them was actually called queer camp. Yeah, and the idea was that you could send your kids there for a predetermined amount of time. And cure them. Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's disgusting. It is. It's absolutely unbelievable. It is crazy to think that was when we were kids that was going on, you know. I know. Yeah. Disgusting. Right, so even more news. News just keeps coming in May 1990. It does. German (laughs) arenification. East Germany and West Germany signed a treaty to merge. We're going to... We Do you know what's coming soon? In July, we're going to get David Hasselhoff on the wall, bringing the wall down. Wow. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Like, you can be the picture. <laughs> can, then, can I come back for that episode? Yes. You can, you can as, long, as long as you sing David Hasselhoff's songs, you're back. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, Searching for Freedom, isn't it? Searching oh, for Freedom? Looking for Freedom. Can I just get drunk and eat burgers in the toilet and have someone film it? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> then, a, then a day later, not to be undermined by Germany, no. the US and the USSR mm-hmm. and production of chemical weapons and vowed to destroy most of their stockpile of chemical weapons. Don't mean that's worked well in the long run. Allegedly. Allegedly. They tried. Allegedly that happened. Then we've also got, in 28th of May, the Arab League Summit, which is like where all the Arab countries get together. Yeah. Saddam Hussein, you know, nice guy back then. Invites, <laughs> he was lovely, the, yeah. invites Kuwait over for a diplomatic visit at the time. They wanted to discuss oil revenues as Kuwait was selling cheap and pushing um, Iraq to the brink of bankruptcy. So Jesus. I wonder what happened there in the long run. We'll never know. We've also got um, Mikhail Gorbachev went to Canada for a 29-hour visit. 29 hours is a weird time to visit somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, very. Just pop over there, have a quick chat. Probably went to speak to, is it Ronald Reagan or Bush back then? It would be Bush, wouldn't it? It would be Bush, yes. Bush, Bush yeah. Sr., right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Bush Sr. And we've got Boris Yeltsin. He's elected the first ever president of the Russian Soviet Federation Socialist Republic. I've got some good news. Go on, then. The uh, broadcasting bill. 
uh, receives its third reading in the House of Commons and is passed with 259 votes to 180. This largely deregulated private television and allowed for us to get a shit fifth channel. Ooh, <laughs> channel 5. All the trash is on the way. Um, and it also launches the uh, satellite television in the UK. But didn't that take seven years for Channel 5? Oh, it took forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, can you remember time. how exciting it was when, when Channel 5 was first announced? Yeah. And then the possibilities were endless. Then all of a sudden, it was like yeah. the Spice Girls were like doing the intro to Channel 5. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, I've had enough here. Put Channel 4 back on. Yeah, horrendous. So There's no other way of putting some, some sports as well. We moving into TV with some sport. Go for it. Yeah, we got some sports. Sport. We're still a, we're still a month before the World Cup starts, mm. but we've got Bristol. So Bristol Rovers jumped above Bristol City to win the third division title, which was a massive thing back in the day. I remember. Mm. Obviously, I'm more. I'm, I was born north of the river, so I automatically fall into Rovers. Uh-huh. I think you're south of the river, aren't you, Mark? I am, but I don't support either. Oh yeah. Um, I'm. I I've been a Liverpool fan since the day I was born, so I I only see that red. Yeah, well, we got to see you know what the ever good news is going to be then, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I can't wait. <laughs> so Liverpool win the league back in 1990. Was mm-hmm. I was a Liverpool fan back then? So it was massive for me. 89, 89-90, wasn't yeah. it? The 89-90 season. Then we had to wait about 30 years to win it again, so we don't talk about the next 30 yeah. years of football. No. Okay, we're never no. talking about it again on this show. Not, not the league. We yeah. talk about ever cups. Man United win yeah. the FA Cup in a replay after the first match was 3-3 and then he beat Crystal Palace in the the replay. Yeah. I think it's Crystal and Palace. That, if, that replay was midweek, right? If I yeah. remember rightly. It, it was, was like a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I remember. That's really strange. You couldn't, like now, so you think that they play the FA Cup on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember it being a Wednesday. <laughs> sure. Weird. It's funny what your mind just captures, isn't it? And keeps hold of. I have no right to remember that, but there you go. These things just stay in your head, don't they? Shall yeah, we, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Since you've started on the, 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 the TV side, should we move into <coughs> some TV? Ooh, do you want some TV sure. news? I know what you want to talk about. Uh, you know what I want to talk about. Uh, the, the floor is yours, as they say. <laughs> I want to talk about Eurovision. On the 5th of May, 1990, is Eurovision Yugoslavia. And um, Italy wins... Uh, however, this uh, you, this Eurovision is famous for Spain's completely botched entry. Um, the <laughs> Spain start their song. Uh, the the singers come on, the band come on, the sound is muted, and they all stand around looking really awkward, not really sure what to do. Then the song starts kind of halfway through and the singer, the singers dance a little bit awkwardly and, and then have a strop and storm off. And then the band stand there for about a minute trying to play awkwardly while the singers have gone. Um, and eventually they're like, oh, fuck it. We'll just start again. And, and they just the start over. Up. Yeah, and turn the volume up from the start this time. It, <laughs> it is amazing. If you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Look it up. <laughs> um, yeah, we also get the original air date of uh the every man episode of game uh, a game of soldiers uh which is a documentary um it kind of explores a group of soldiers and their their feelings about how you know they've been trained to kill and how they feel about that um helen uh rollison yep the first female presenter of bbc one's grandstand controversial at the time it was indeed Mm. Mm. 
But like that's funny because there was loads of old men that wanted to watch wrestling and cricket and balls. Yeah, <laughs> but br- British <laughs> wrestling. Yeah, but yeah, Brit- British wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. Daddy, Big Giant Daddy. Yeah, Giant Haystacks. Yeah, don't want to yeah. watch any of that WWF crap. Yeah. <laughs> want to watch real <laughs> wrestling? Real men. Hairy, sweaty men. Men are over forty stone only. Apply. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the moves continue as they slam each other into each other's bellies. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah. We also got the ITV airs an episode of the bill called the trojan horse oh this is a big one this is a big one pc ken melvin you don't get any people called ken anymore do you no you don't get a lot of kens now no one kens it's ken and barbies that might come back he's actually killed off when he's trying to park a booby-trapped car and a bomb explodes damn bye bye ken goodbye ken we barely knew you we never knew you i never knew ken no i never knew ken yeah no i, time. I didn't know ken. I, I probably know reg and the, the um carver yeah there, there's Burnside a couple of them that i knew and um, tosh that's it See the, the only thing, I, the only memory I've got from the bill. Um, mm. My mum used to watch the bill religiously, but I was never that interested. But there was the one—I don't know what year or month it was. I can't. It probably doesn't fit into this conversation. But there was one episode where they were interrogating um, a suspected—I think it was a suspected murderer—and it was Rick Mail, and he was terrifying. <laughs> I don't remember that. I'm gonna have to see. Oh, that. it was so good. He mur- the murder aspect might be wrong. It might have been something a bit not what he would children or something did, but did it was literally the, the whole man. episode yeah in, yeah in my in my head the whole episode was in the interrogation room and being a huge rick mel fan you know yeah uh right through his entire career to see him sit there and just be absolutely straight-faced and creepy not richard richard creepy creepy <laughs> creepy was horrendous now my mind may make it sound a lot better than it was if you go back and watch well, it now, he was a pretty good actor only... yeah fantastic that was my only memory of the bill. Wow, we were we were more of a, a London's Burning family. Uh, right, okay, sorts. yeah, my mum and dad watched London's Burning. That's yeah. Sunday night TV, well. though. You knew the weekend that was, was over. Mm, that's yeah, true. It's, it's true. a sad time. It's true. Yeah, you know, you're back to school the next yeah, day. Exactly. I still get that feeling when I go back to work. I don't know. Yeah. I'm forty six now, and I'm like, oh, Sunday, I've done nothing with my life. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Also, on the twenty fifth of May, it was the first ever episode of Vic Reeves's Big Night Out. Yeah, which was Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer on yeah. Channel Four. That was really when you could. That's when Channel Four was still renegade TV, wasn't it? Yeah, you could really do. They just did what they wanted. You know, they got away with so much back then. They did. Yeah, even no. with like things like a um, Big Breakfast, that was still pretty wild. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I don't think that started for another couple of years, has it? No, I think we've. That's that's. I, I always associate ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, ninety three, ninety four, maybe. Um. Anyway, Nick, I think it's time to go into soaps because we got all this special edition of Coronation Street. I have no Street. knowledge of this category well, whatsoever. Nick, <laughs> Nick is the the researcher on soaps, <laughs> so uh, we I, I know we have the special edition of Coronation Street as part of the uh, telethon, yeah. and uh, I know that Hilda Ogden returns for a special visit. She does. It's a special visit. She goes to the graveside of her dead husband. Oh, wow. That's a happy occasion. It is, yeah. But I don't think it fits in the rest of the continuity with all the other episodes because she's not really mentioned coming up, like, bringing this up. Maybe so, she's a ghost. And she's uh, a ghost visiting her dead husband. And no but, one sees her. But like, I surely, think you're giving the writers too much credit. But maybe. surely, like, if she was a ghost, she'd meet him in Ghostland. Well, maybe she's, you know, still <laughs> trapped. Rent-a-ghost. Yeah. Rent-a-ghost land. <laughs> Right, if we're gonna, we might as well do the rest of Coronation Street. Continue. Pre-warned, Coronation Street and EastEnders are big months. Well, not big months, just a lot of rubbish went on. So we start at the start of the month. The factories closed down previously. So mm. Alf, not the alien, 
or the guy from um, Home and Away Sadly. who owned a shop. How amazing would that have been, though? Alf Stewart. Yeah. Alf Stewart runs, comes in and takes over the clothing factory. Yeah, no. I don't want Alf, the alien, running the shop. <laughs> the, yeah, the alien Just would be good eating as all well. the hamsters and dogs but, and stuff. But no one questions it. <laughs> I know. It's like Not a normal that. soap, but then Alf, the alien... <laughs> Just runs a shop. It's, it's like in Cheers when like Cliff comes in, they just sort yeah, of ignore him. That is fine. What's going on there? So what's also going on in um, Coronation Street? So a lot of like um, it's, Coronation Street back then was quite depressing and quite hard hitting storylines. Um, we've got Martin and Sally. Let's mm. kept. Okay, I'm getting mixed up because they're they're all these young couple. Sorry, Martin and Gal. Remember? Yeah, Gal looks a bit like ET. Well, Gal was pregnant. Martin thinks she's going to have an abortion because he's been told by Sally, who goes out with Kevin. Kevin last month had his moustache shaved off by somebody. That was a big story last that month. Was a big, that was a big story last month. Uh, it, was a ma- it was a massive story last month. <laughs> it's as big as it got in, uh, in I mean, April of 1990. Yeah. You know, I've I got to be honest, at the time, it probably wouldn't have, it would have fell on deaf ears. But mm-hmm. with a, a man with a, you know, rather robust beard now, the thought of it terrifies me. Well, there you yeah. go. It was, stuff it, of it was Tom Selleck level Magnum moustache. <laughs> it, it was a big moustache. So we've also got like a um, girl finding out that Mike and Ken have had a scrap. God. I think it's the scrap they had in the street. Oh goodness! And then it, it goes on because it's on about eighteen times a week now. Coronation. So girl's <laughs> still not sure if she's going to have an abortion. And then we've got Curly. Do you remember Curly Watts? Vaguely. Well, pa- apparently, um, Ken's caused some damage to his his house somehow. I think right. he's during the fight. So Ken's off to pay for it. But Ken, being Ken, he's just put his whole wallet through the letterbox. <laughs> okay. So Curly's like, I can't take your wallet. You can pay in installments because obviously you're living in a flat because you split up with Deirdre and you're having an affair with a lady. So Everyone's having affairs. It Coronation, is. these soaps, like everyone's just sleeping with everyone else. It is, right? This is where the big exciting news. Do you remember Reg? Glasses? That you yeah, the supermarket, of course. Moves into the corner shop flat. Mm. He gets on with Alf. You know, Alf, yeah. The alien. And Alf, yeah, Alf the alien. And Alf shows him his bacon slicer. Brilliant. <laughs> Which I'm hoping it is actual bacon slicer and nothing sexual. It's not a euphemism, I don't think. I, I, I would imagine it's actually a bacon slicer. It was a, if you want to Alf and, Alf and Reg having a little affair would have been amazing. Then it goes on. This gets even worse. This is just like trashy TV now. We've got like um, Alf says, like, close shop, come join me for a pint in the Rovers. That, that one pub. The one pub, the one pub in the street. Because Reg wants to know everyone, but he goes and chests Alma up. But remember Alma? It's dating Mike. So oh Mike's not God. happy. So Mike's like, oh... Uh, to like um, <laughs> to Reg I don't like you stop shouting at my missus I reckon they're relatively safe for now they are but I think they get together in the end if I, can, right. if I remember my my um knowledge it was always always uh, Christmas and New Year is when people die it so. is yeah that's when you don't want to have arguments with people yeah so we're going now back to Gal who said she's going to have the baby oh and she tells Sally and um Mr. Moustache I can't remember his name Kevin Mr. Non-Moustache but then as a and she says look I'm not going to have a go at you Kevin for telling Martin about the baby which is like this, like they could have done this in one episode, but this is spreading out of the week, and it just continues to get worse. And now we've got Wendy. I don't even remember Wendy. I don't. She's having an affair with Ken, and she's just like, "Ken, don't leave me, Ken, don't leave me." And then she's like, "Well, I reckon he's gonna leave." They split up. Oh, so it's not good. So we're going across to Liz and one of my favourite characters of all time from Connect Street, Jim McDonald. Even I know who that is. Yeah, he's the angry Irishman, <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a new job now repairing televisions so he's gone from the army and he can now repair televisions <laughs> it's a bit like that advert if you can repair a bike you can repair a... <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he went he went in reverse though he did he went from repairing tanks to repairing tvs yeah if you can repair a harrier jump jet 
<laughs> you can put up that a picture. Is, that ad is ridiculous. Yeah, so he's making... you can do the shopping. Yeah, you can make a nuclear war. Hey? <laughs> That's the one. So he's now he's now building a bike, but we're gonna have to put the bike on the back burner because it comes back at the end of the month. Oh, okay. With a hilarious ending. We're going back to Gail now. So Gail's like tells her two kids, "You can have a sister." <laughs> But then she says, I've got to tell my mum and I've got to tell his mum. Or no, she's got to tell, she's got to tell her mum and she's also got to tell the mum of her dead husband. Oh, Jesus. Ivy. But now Ivy's like, oh, you can't have that baby because you've got to be respectful to her husband who died about five years ago. This is, this is you rubbish. should kill the child. Yeah, you should kill <laughs> To respect <laughs> your dead <laughs> husband. This is the best. Of half a decade. Yes. It is. So this is it's just rubbish. So that's the depression part. Now we're going to get to the happy stuff. You oh, okay. The, the duck wears. You remember Jack oh. and Vera? You can always rely on Jack and Vera for the, a good time. Jack Comedy and Vera. relief. Broken, broken glasses, right? That's the one, yeah. the, the, that's, the, that's, that's the one. That's the guy. So Jack, they entertain Reg because they want Reg to promote Sarah, so to promote Vera so she can be head checkout lady at the supermarket. <laughs> Brilliant. But like, um, all Jack goes on about are you know, motorbikes. Remember, put that 14 head. So Jack's going on about motorbikes. Yeah. Yeah. So something's happened already this month. So you know where this is going, right? But then um, the Rovers, they're trying to update it to the 90s, but Bet's still saying no. And they want to turn the Rovers into a New York-themed bar called Yankees. I wish that had happened. Yeah. All I can say is, as a man who claims to be a, the head writer for a movie review page, a movie review page, mm. somebody back then wrote the words so we can make you head cashier, and they've probably got head writer for Coronation Street yeah. on their CV. Yeah. yeah, head cashier. Wow, I know. head cashier. This is what happens when you have to write TV for like multiple times a week, every week. Yeah. So, but like all the locals, yeah. like Percy, Percy doesn't like this. Then, if you if, if you've probably listened to the other episodes, I hope you have. Because everyone should. Well, they'll they'll not have a clue what's going on in these soaps if they're not watching. <laughs> the last one when Percy broke his leg and he was getting pushed around. I remember the... it was it was good. That yeah, was that was, was a highlight. Jack left him in the betting shop. Yeah, but now his leg's better now. So we're going back. Well, to, that was uh, quick. Alf now complained about the, mo- the noise the motorbike makes, mm. and somebody has been joyriding on the motorbike. Oh god! Oh, could Jim it be? blames someone else? But no, Liz goes, nah. It's not. It's not somebody else. It's Jack. So Jack has been borrowing the motorbike and riding on it. He's been joyriding. He's been joyriding on the motorbike, but he gets stopped by the police doing forty miles an hour. The bike's not taxed and it's not insured, and there's no MOT. So do you know what happens to the bike? The police officer that stopped Jack buys it. Off of the course, bike. he does. <laughs> just buys the bike. I thought you were going to say they impounded it. No, they, buy- they bought it. He just buys the bike yeah. of Jim McDonald's. Like, in my head, I'm like, you're going to say, oh, and then they score on it. Yeah. You know, they, it yeah. just gets scorned, yeah. no problem. For no, three no, weeks, no, it's like, it. you've got to come of and collect course, it, pay 120 quid. So it's like, yeah, that, that, that sounds like it might happen. So that is Coronation <laughs> Street. Right. That is, it's just like, I'm, I'm scared to see where we go next. Oh, we've, um, we're not doing Emmerdale this time because Emmerdale had a ghost story last night. We've come to oh. the conclusion, Emmerdale was shit until the plane landed on it. That's like when Emmerdale <laughs> fucking yeah. like we we got a little while. It, it's we had ghosts last like one. It's like the Donnie Darko scenario, is yeah. it? It's life is shit, so the plane landed on me. Well, because it's still Emmerdale <laughs> Farm right now. It is, yeah. And when the plane lands on it, it becomes Emmerdale because the plane yeah. crashes and every all the the farm explodes, and then they're like, okay, it's no more, no longer a farm. It's just Emmerdale now. It is right. So we've got right. So we're going to go EastEnders now. Oh, okay. Because EastEnders is is more grim. First of May. <sighs> It's the funeral of Den Watts. The first funeral of Den well, Watts. Well, he comes back as a ghost, speaking of ghosts. <laughs> he does come back as a ghost there. So Den's obviously been off. We got shot and landed in the um, old um, 
canal. I think it was a canal. Yeah. So that his name is funeral. So he admitted, "Oh, Den's dead." Or they found a body. Obviously, he didn't have the technology then to check his teeth. They just assumed it's Den. Put him in a coffin. I said, "That's your dad." <laughs> He's dead. We will never hear from Dirty Den ever again. I know, until he disgraces himself and gets fired a second time. <clears throat> right, we, we got. I remember that. You do, I do. I remember that as well. Yeah. So he, put, he was like sending pictures of himself with his finger in his eyes, suggestively, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I don't, how do I know that? And I don't know like a really important stuff that I need to know. <laughs> He's obviously got Diane, who's Frank's daughter. Mm. Last couple of months, Diane's run away. She's come back, and some weird guys... Um, Sending inappropriate pictures. Hang of on, her. Diane is uh, also the the girl that the artist did a nude model of. It is, yeah, yeah. So the guy there was a the... nude statue put in the square. It was it was quite controversial about two months ago. It was. So the guy who did this actual um, statue is back. Oh my god! And he wants to see her. So when she meet him, she meets him at the B and B. Don't know whose B and B it is, but she meets him to have a quick chat. That story then goes nowhere for the rest of the month. Like they almost like they're, they're still in the whole B&B. month. We've got like, oh, we ain't got any budget here. And then the market traders, they're getting ready because um, the new store. Yeah, they want to they want to mess up the store, so they're all teaming up to take on um, the person that runs the market. Damn. Again, that's a story that doesn't really go anywhere. We only got one story I'm interested in, and I'll get to that in a minute. Nick and Dot, remember what's going on with Nick and Dot? Yeah, so Nick, Nick is uh, scamming Dot because Dot won like. A grand or something. <laughs> ten thousand pounds. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Which is a lot of money. Bear in mind, in nineteen ninety, ten thousand pounds was it's like, a lot. Oh, should, can I retire? Maybe I can. Yeah. I don't know. She is. She is. But like, Dot's been looking. Uh, Nick's been looking after, but he's been making meals. But he's been making. And she's two, been feeling tired and ill. But they never <laughs> eat the same food. No. But like, Ethel's been investigating this, so we're, we're trying to look at <laughs> what's been going on, so we know what's going on. But Dot's like, no, Nick can't do that. He's not evil. Do you know it's really weird? Because this he's is not evil. He's been evil his entire life. Yeah. But all of a sudden he's not evil. He's not evil. He's turned a new leaf. Uh this is May of this is May of nineteen ninety. Okay. And I remember this. Yeah, I was gonna say this is May of nineteen ninety. I was born in June of nineteen eighty four. And somehow I remember this storyline. I don't know if that's like a repeat on UK Gold later, yeah. but I remember Maybe. this. Maybe. It's it's gotta be Annette. So like um she goes to work. Dot, Dot works for uh, Mr. Popolopodus. Mm-hmm. I remember that name. <laughs> I didn't even have to research that. In a laundrette alongside um, her good friend, Pauline. Yeah. Pauline's handed her notice in. Oh, my God. And she's gone to get a new job, but the the website I used for EastEnders information didn't say what it was, so I'm going to say she's working in an office <laughs> or a doctor's receptionist. Some a prostitute. Long... No, that's Pat. Pat's a prostitute. So, yeah, we got that. But do you know what's going to happen now? Ethel's like, right, I'm going to take you down. Something's going on, and this is the exact um, this is the exact thing we found online. I found online. It said Ethel Skinner investigates Nick Cotton after he claims to be a reformed man, but Doc cannot decide if his son's truly reformed or the worst thing since Doctor Crippen. <laughs> I mean, did Doctor Crippen kill loads of people? I don't know. That, that's pretty much how the month ends. So next month, I can't wait until He's, Ethel takes down nasty Nick. She's going to expose him. She is. She is. Mr. Kipling. Miss <laughs> Marple style. He makes cakes, Mr. Kipling. Yeah. <laughs> Exceedingly good murders. <laughs> right, so if you think, right, we've had um, the shit going on in um, Kari, the depressing stuff going on in um, EastEnders. What's it like in the sunny side of the world? Well, neighbours. Yeah. Everybody needs good neighbours. They do. Harold, working in the shop. I love Harold. <laughs> Funny daddy. <laughs> this is one episode that Harold has run off his feet by one customer in the shop and just says nothing else 
<laughs> like, what's he doing? That's an like, entire month storyline. Oh, he just come back, is it? But like, what is what is someone doing in the shop for like that entire time? It's like you just buying like, oh, well, I'll buy this, or oh, I'll buy that, and come back. It's a bit of a weird one, but I lo- I love Harold as well. Yeah, who doesn't love Harold? Um, and Henry, do you remember Henry? It was Craig McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big curly hair. He sang Hey Mona. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a banger back in the day. He comes I remember up, Hey Mona. Yeah, he does. He comes, and I think he never someone called like Amanda or another girl's name or something like that. Um, I just remember these random shit things. <laughs> it's really weird. And now, like, we're going to go see Joe Mangle. So yeah, Joe good Mangle. old Joe. Joe Mangle is a big bump for Joe Mangle. Basically, um, he spots his um girlfriend at the time. She's doing Tai Chi, and he's laughing at her. And she's saying, Joe, you should try this out. Because remember, you're scared of flying. So all of a sudden, Joe Mangle is scared of flying, which has just been brought up. That was brought up during a Tai Chi tournament. A Tai Chi is like the, the, the relaxing thing. The martial, it's not martial art. Because like, you're I right. thought it was a martial art. Is it not? It's definitely someone when you do like, it's a bit like, I don't know, is it like yoga, but you stood up? Oh, okay. So the oh, idea is that he's going to do Tai Chi. techniques, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's yeah. techniques. Right. So the idea is he's going to do Tai Chi and that's going to make him calm. So he needs to do Tai Chi on yes. the plane though, right? to get him to calm down so he can be oh get, pre-flight to get his first flight right so then spends like an entire month of joe mangle comedy clips of him like they do like role playing where they pretend he's flying <laughs> and he accidentally falls off the chair and he thinks the plane's crashed it's also it's like it's it's all rubbish like that, but we'll get to the rest of it in the rest of the month because there's like a side storyline to this where it all links up oh we're gonna get we're gonna get there in a second um we also got Henry. You remember this Harold's birthday? He thought, I'm going to have a bath. But being Henry, he forgets to stop the tap because he's chatting downstairs. Oh, no. He causes some flooding. He causes some flooding in Dez's house. What a Structural damage. Oh, no. It is. But he's, he's, he needs to play Dez back. But he already owes Dez his money for the last time he was there and he caused some damage. Why does he keep inviting him over? Exactly, yeah. I think he goes to see his girlfriend, Bromwyn. Right. But, like, yeah, I'd be like, can you not leave your boyfriend here? Because he's like, he's destroyed my house twice. And I can't, I can't cope with this. And like, do you remember Des? The value of my house is Big. plummeting every time he comes yeah. in. Yeah, you are destroying my life. Des was the one whose wife um, gave birth wearing a pair of dungarees. She was still wearing the dungarees when she gave birth in Naples. And then she died. What, the kid or her? She did. Right. The, the kids, I the imagine kids. being born into dungarees probably doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would right. be difficult, I'd imagine. The thing with Des, yeah, this is where you're going to guess where this is going. Des is scared of water. These people have strange phobias. They is. And you know, Joe's like, oh, what you need to do... Yeah, he only comes more alarmed because of the, the flooding. Right. And Joe's like, oh, what you need to do is go for a swim in the river, Des. But Des like, I can't because I'm scared of that particular river that you're talking about, this one particular river. Does this storyline end with them both getting on a plane and crashing into that river? Nearly. Right. Oh. So what happens then, he starts to look like... Uh, he starts going for a bit of swimming, like um, doing a duck dive. I don't know what sort of duck dive is. Probably putting your head in the water, popping back up. I, I would assume so, yeah. Yeah. So he goes with Joe. So what happens? Joe dives down, doesn't come up. Oh shit! So De- the only person there is Des. So Des just storms in, swims over into the river he's scared of. Poor Joe's out. Joe's confused, coughing. So I bang my head. I got tangled up. Now he's scared of rivers. Yeah. <laughs> and Des is like, "You better go and check out." And oh, I'm no longer scared of water. But down. But now. But now Joe is no. and flying. No, Joe's just scared of flying. Do you know how he gets over flying? They book him a flight, and do you know who else is on the flight? Harold Bishop. Oh, fuddy-duddy. <laughs> and Harold's like, oh, it's funny if a wing fell off a plane, it'd crash. What would you reckon would happen? And like, de- What do you reckon would happen if yeah. the wing fell off mid-flight? <laughs> so like, Joe, Don't like, know. Joe's getting really wound up, but they have a flight <laughs> in the end, and like, he's cured, so within one month, 
Joe is cured. Within a month, he finds that he's scared of flying and gets over flying. Yeah, with a combination of Tai Chi mm. and getting rescued. And Des, like, who's all of a sudden scared of water and this one particular river, jumps in the river and saves him. Oh. So that's it. That's that's the, that's, that's the that's soaps. soaps. But I have also picked up um, a random Saturday in May for BBC's television schedule. Oh, these schedules are awful. They are. They are. They're pure poor shit. I'll go right. for a Saturday because so because we did we right so we did did we do BBC once? Yeah, we did the BBC schedule for one random weekday, and it was the news every ten minutes. <laughs> the news was on like was it like it was like eight, ten times a day or something? Percent of the TV was the news. Yeah, it was shocking. So I've gone for a Saturday on BBC because the ITV stuff's always a bit rubbish. Right, so we start early in the morning. I'd be asleep when I was like um, thirteen. 6.40 Open University. Oh. Who would watch that? Well, no one. That's why it's on at that time. Exactly. Then 7.30. Bit of a banger here. Oh. Play days. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. When that finishes at 7.50, one of the best cartoons of all time with an amazing theme, Muppet Babies. Oh, yes. Yeah. We like our TV themes here, so we always try and rank them at some point, so we might have to ask you. Yeah, we might have to get you to rank that at some or point. Or tell us your favorite TV themes. Mm. Then 8.15, so it's quite a run to a quite tight schedule, this is. just There's no breaks. There's no news. They're not pissing um, about Yeah, there's, there's not no news at the moment. The 8.15 from Manchester, which is a bit like going live. So it's like your standard thing where you get like five star on or whoever else is uh-huh. going to be in there. And a funny guess. So that goes off most of the morning. Then in the um, early morning, we've got a cartoon of Sherlock Holmes and the Hound of the Baskerville. Oh. With Peter Cushing doing one of the voices. Right, okay, well, Peter Cushing, obviously famously uh, Sherlock yeah. Holmes. So, uh, yeah. Mm. 11.57 is the weather. So, you can't, you know, it probably would tell you what the weather's like today back then because they, they probably didn't have the technology. Yeah. So, they tell you the weather for the day halfway through the day. Yeah. That's the 90s for you, though, isn't it? There you go. <laughs> there, so you go. there you go, people. <laughs> there you go. And then at midday, grandstand, yeah. But this is not mm-hmm. only just normal grandstand. No, this is a special grandstand. This is FA Cup Day grandstand. Of course. So you remember, like, the FA Cup was like back in the day. It was a big, like we'd have mm. like this is their footballers. It was, hotel. Day, wasn't it? it was on like seven hours, eight hours. It was, all, yeah. all, so the got, whole afternoon. We got the road to Wembley part of it. Teams on the pitch at two p.m., which is the hour before they start. It's Hella Rosenland. Yeah, well, she's. Right? It's her, so. I think it's her. She's causing it. Then we get a bide with me at two forty. <laughs> so you knew if you want to watch a bide with me, it'd be on at two forty. Mm-hmm. You would know when to tune in. FA Cup is at 3pm. But that's why you needed the TV Times. Yeah. Because there, it's not on it like on the hour or at the half hour. It'll no. be like 16 minutes past two. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like you need the Radio Times. No idea what's going on. The cast of the last of the summer wine will sing a vibe with me for you. <laughs> so the football goes on, but there's a little thing in the, the, news, the, the, the news or the notes that says, if there's extra time, the next program will be, will be scrapped. Oh, no. There was extra time. But do you know what the next program was? The Pink Panther. What the movie? I don't know the card, the card, the, car- oh, the cartoon. Okay. Yeah. So, so we got now we got like um five thirty-five. What we've not had in a while? News. Some news <laughs> for ten minutes. Actually, they've been a bit better, to be honest. ITV yeah. are doing better than BBC. Did. Oh no, this is uh, this is BBC still. Oh, so you were that's just to fill that fifteen-minute gap, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then yeah. never ten minutes later, we've got regional news, <laughs> <laughs> and then we got like a banger of a program here, <clears throat> the Flying Doctors. And the synopsis of the episode is a young boy and his dog come to town to hope to enter the shoot dog trials. Marty suspects the boy is a runaway. That sounds like an Emmerdale Farm storyline. They could they why didn't they cross over? They should have. 
Jack and Jack turns up there <laughs> on his new motorbike. You remember when they did like Casualty and the Bill crossovers and stuff? Did they? Yeah, they did one in the early 2000s. That must be like a. Um, it was a big deal. Was it like a charity <laughs> thing for like um, stiffest stages? Might have been, yeah. Then we got Opportunity Knock. Be, I'm sorry. Sorry. Say, the question would be would it be Emmerdale Doctors or the Flying Farmers? Well, well uh, Emmerdale, uh, Emmerdale are very shortly going to hate flyers, so it'd, yeah. have to be, it'd have to be pretty soon. <laughs> Could be they said they look yeah. to fly in Australia, and then like, no, never again, someone, never again. What you want is a couple of weeks before someone just start putting EasyJet signs up around the little farm homes. <laughs> just, like, just well, to, you know, we need to go away this summer. Where should we go? <laughs> on a plane, and it just builds up. And we got Opportunity yep. Knocks. Remember Opportunity Knocks? It was like a, a talent show. I do. Yeah, that was on. Had, uh, Les Dawson used to do it back then. <clears throat> And then there's a program. I'm not sure what it is, but it was a, it's a regular comedy show. Right. I say comedy probably in brackets called Free Up Two Down. Sorry, Michael Elphick. Do you remember Michael Elphick? I don't. Boone. Yeah, he was in Boone. Oh, okay. He was Boone, wasn't he? Yeah, he was Boone, like the private eye on a motorbike. With a yeah, yeah. So oh. It's got a really good soundtrack. Not really good, but it's a funny one. But he's also a nonce mm. in EastEnders. So. Oh, okay. So he's creative. Oh, he's yeah, multi-talented. He's multi-talented. Yeah. And then when Layers. He's like an onion, that man. <laughs> he is. He should be winning Oscars. Then... Um, <laughs> Later on, we got an episode of Perry Mason. Nice. He's not the one in the wheelchair. That's Ironside, isn't it? <laughs> no, yes. yes, that's Ironside. Correct. Ironside's in the chair. I get my, I get my American. I think views. that's why he's called Ironside. How, yeah, how you how you tell is you go, what's his chair made of? He was, he was oh, either in a wheelchair or he was a tank. It was one or the other. <laughs> right, after that, we got some news and sport. Of course. And then we got Casualty. Oh, I got, this is what happens in casualty. I'm going to guess what happened. Well, this someone's is... having a lovely day in the opening, walking down the street, <laughs> minding their own business, and then yeah. something horrific happens. A family feud erupts as an old poacher tries to influence his grandson. So I reckon he's taking his grandson poaching, and someone's got shot or run over or stampeded or landed on like stood on something sharp, and Charlie's had to save them. Something like that. Do you know between casualty and nine nine nine? Yeah, I, it's a miracle I even go outside. I know, like it's like the worst two shows. Casualty is like, oh, they're, they're filming around Bristol. If I get it, I'm gonna die. <laughs> and, and never go. Out. But Casualty always opened with people. Generally, it having always opened with someone having a lovely time. You know, party or something. Yeah, and then it just all my, goes horrible. My my sort of thoughts when it comes to Casualty is them just like going around every school in Bristol, going, "Who wants to be in Casualty this week?" Yeah. Like you, you, have, you spent their literally slave labor charges for walk-ons. Yeah. So, oh, you know, here's a can of coke and a packet of crisps. If you just walk that <laughs> way, as Charlie does open heart surgery on a griffin, yeah. that'll be brilliant. So you are, is that the episode you were on then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The griffin effects were outstanding. <laughs> so then we end. We've got a bit of match of the day. So covering the results of the football that ended like five hours ago. Yeah. We're going to show it again. Then we got a comedy show called Paramount City. It's a compare. It's a, called a chuckling compare. Arthur Smith introduces the best in music, comedy, and ever people. Right. So we've got here. This is on it. Yeah. Steve Coogan's on there. Right. He could have been famous back then, could he? Must have been early in his career. I've never heard of John Hegley. Been... No. Mark Thomas. <laughs> I've heard of Mark Thomas. He was quite. He was like a bit of like an activist comedy comedian back in the uh, mid nineties, late nineties. Right. He was quite good. And also, we got music from Lenny Kravitz. <clears throat> And Soul to Soul. Nice. But Lenny Kravitz was amazing. And then he just closed the TV down with a bit of like boring like National Anthem or that girl with the the clown with the white lines on. And it's over because we don't watch TV late back in the 90s. No, no. And that is you, you couldn't, could you? No. <laughs> yeah, you literally couldn't. They shut it off. That is literally, that is the whole of the TV for this month. 
Wow. Do we want to move into film? Yes, let's. Right. (laughs) So if if we do what we've all got, if I go what I've found for films, Mm -hmm. and we'll we'll leave the big one we're going to talk about in a second. Okay. So I've got Nuns on the Run. Has anyone got got Nuns nuns on the Run? The Run. Nuns on the Run dominated May in this country. It did. (laughs) It did. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, yes, two criminals want out, uh, (laughs) but their boss... Uh, kills those leaving. So, uh, when the men are ordered to rob the triad, they keep the money and hide from the boss. Guess how they hide? <laughs> is it in the title? The pun's in the title, yeah. The clue it's... is in the title. Uh, it's the... Eric Idle, uh, Robbie Coltrane. It was it. I, I, I didn't hate it. I'm pretty sure as well there's like an American film with like Robert De Niro with a similar thing and Sean Penn. When they yeah, there runs. is. Yeah, yeah, there is. That just, oh. that just appeared in my head after we were just talking. Yes, now you're right. For a good few years later. Yeah. But you're right, it was. Also, um, it oh, it dominated. If you look at the box office, it's crazy, it yeah. was top three for like the whole month, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, crazy. Absolutely crazy when you think about it, really. And I found, <clears> a, I found <throat> a couple of which would be straight to DVD these days, but they came out. We've got... Have you, you might have heard of this one because you love a bit of horror. Leviathan? No, Living Doll Howard. I've a never heard of that. A shy, no, morgue, that one. a shy morgue worker falls in love with a girl who ends up in the morgue. But that won't stop him. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. How bad does that sound? I'm not reviewing that. I don't care. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll leave that at that because that's just awful. But I've got a film that sounds even worse. Not, it's not the next one. So the next one is Harlem Nights. Mm. Sorry, Eddie Murray and Richard Pryor. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. comedy. I've not seen it for years, but I think I've seen it when it came out. We've also got a film called Loverboy. Randy is still. I remember un- that. <laughs> I thought it sounds so eight so is this film. So this is Randy is still unfocused after two years in college. When his dad refuses to keep paying his tuition, he gets a job delivering pizza. Several alluring cougars pay him two hundred dollars for pizza delivery and services rendered. As her husbands can't do this anymore. There you go. It's like just eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Deliver and cock. Not not just eat. Just not eat pizza. <laughs> no, that's it. We've also got The Witches, the Royal Dow one. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Great film. Yes. I've not watched the remake. I hear it's terrible. Oh, it's, it's a remake, isn't it? It's going to be yeah. terrible. Yeah, I've not seen it, to be fair. Yep. Uh, right. Yeah. And then we've got the big film for all of us. Is um, Well, I, I also I also have uh, Leviathan. Sorry, guys. I've got a few as well to go before we go into the big mm-hmm. finale. <laughs> I was going to say, but well, I've got Leviathan, um, the, uh, the, yeah. the monster movie. I don't think I've seen that. Mm. Well, let me give you the synopsis. Perched on the hull of a wrecked Soviet freighter, a team of deep-sea miners led by head oceanographer Stephen Beck come face-to-face with a mutant creature that's the product of a failed genetic experiment. There you go. There you go. Now now I've sold that to you. You will want to watch it. I've seen it. I have seen it. it. Uh, what uh, what, What did you have, Mark? Oh, uh, so I've got a few actually. A couple that um, this month, way back when, um, uh-huh. are quite surprising. So, Uncle Buck. Uncle yeah, Buck Uncle Buck's still out, around. Yeah, and yeah, Uncle Buck, a a lesser known but not the worst film in the world. Next of Kin, starring Patrick Swayze, Liam Neeson, and Adam Baldwin. We know they were sort that. of yep. up in the hill, like hillbilly family fighting against corruption and so on uh-huh. um and although we haven't mentioned it it is a travesty um tango and cash yeah tango and cash still around yeah uh, in, yep. in the charts right now but 
the the UK number one movie at the time for all but one week that month was the craze. Yeah, so a, a lot of uh, I, I guess you know in the nineties it was like this, though, wasn't it? It's like yeah. movies from previous months just <laughs> stick around and they're like dominate the box office for for yeah. ages and ages and ages. So ironically, the crows <clears throat> that week uh, over the course of the month, the crows went on to make just shy of eight million pounds, which locally, that's domestic box office only. Yeah, yeah. Over across the pond, Pretty Woman was bringing in, you know, forty-seven million. Yep. The same time, yep. along with things like Birds on a Wire and uh, Back to the Future Three. So, yeah, a very eclectic month. Thing is safe to say. Definitely. Um, you also mentioned Class of uh, nineteen ninety nine, right? Oh, I love Class of nineteen ninety nine. It was, I believe, it was released this this month way back when as, as we're saying mm. and i think the highest it got um in terms of box office was one vhs was... cell <laughs> yeah no it did actually um it did debut in the american box office charts at number 36 that is high for what the film that, is i'll tell you what it's have you seen it you must yeah have seen yeah, it. I've seen, yeah, yeah. Have, have you seen it Nick? i don't think i have you do have you want me to read you the synopsis it's so it, go for good it. Three ex-military robots are reprogrammed as teachers and secretly placed in a school where the where the most students are part of organized gangs. They begin to respond violently to unruly students, and their military training starts to take over. Wow! Are they like playing uh, robots? You definitely undersold that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> so it 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 stars uh uh Bradley Gregg, Tracy Lind, and uh, Malcolm McDowell, uh, who apparently like spent like two days on set but he got top billing yeah also pam greer yeah stacy keach stacy keach with white eyes and a rat tail haircut and but also it has the phenom in it that is joshua <laughs> john miller who was homer in near dark uh-huh. so for, for reasons immediately because near dark is my favorite vampire movie of all time it's up i there, automatically man. love class of line night nine and bradley Gregg was literally the the um the b&m version of Corey feldman in the 90s yeah he kind of was wasn't he mm-hmm. if you couldn't afford either the Corey, you got bradley that's true oh, poor Corey is it's like the poor ranking Corey. system for the baldwins depending on how much money you had <laughs> yeah. and then if you get yes. if you run out of money then you go into the estevez you know do you know what I feel yeah. sorry for? This is back in the eighties, though. The other frog brother, yeah, wasn't Corey. Whatever happened to him? Who knows? Ed was it Edgar? Not Edgar and yeah, I can't remember his name was. Yeah, because he had obviously both yeah. Corys in it, but hmm. who was, knows? Yeah, bro, who knows? Well, I wrote, that is a very nice and coincidental li- link because in the next, not next week, but the week after. The Halfway House of Horror will have its Lost Boys review up. Oh, Ooh. excellent! Well, look out for that so on that's, Facebook. That's tied. That's tied up quite nicely. Yeah, I've got a, uh, I've got four Candyman movies to get up first, and then Lost Boys will be, uh, making its way to social media. Candyman sequels are. Uh... Oh my god! I, like I watched the, them this week. I like the remake. The remake, oh the no, rem- dude! The remake, the remake is gold compared to the sequels. Yeah, yeah. Fair, the, fair the to the one. flesh. I think I've seen the, the second one. Yeah. The, the third one is so, the I third one the is terrible. One. I the first one. I watched the second one and I was like, "Is it the worst film I've ever seen?" No, it's that's not. Still Hellraiser Revelations, but it's close. The third one is really bad. The third, I was thinking it can't, it, it can't get any worse. And then they put, I put a third one in, and it was like starring Donna Derrico, and I was like, "Wasn't she the woman from Baywatch when it was mm-hmm. terrible?" 
And she's terrible and then, in that too. <laughs> and she's terrible in that. And like Nick Corey's in it or Jesus Garcia's in it. And, so, uh-huh. and I'm watching it and it was like, this movie set 25 years after the second movie. But the second movie came out in 1995 and this is set in 20, uh, in the year 2000. Mm. Like, how was that 25? And I'm just, in the end, I said to just get through it because it made my head hurt like a lot. <laughs> it's so bad. It was so bad. Um, yeah, so you, if you don't want to read my review on Candyman 2 or 3, I do. you just had the snapshot of them right there. We'll, we'll read um, it. Um, I will put the link to uh, to, to cool. the Halfway House Horror Thank into uh, the uh, yep. description. Thank you kindly. Um, there was another film that came out there this was. month. Uh, it was called A Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Child. Oh, uh, delightful. There's times when my chosen subject to master really comes back to bite me. Mm-hmm. This is one of them, <laughs> sadly. Um, it's difficult. It's, <laughs> it's, let's it's better it than it's, Freddy's it's, Dead. It's better than Freddy's Dead. That I 100% agree. It had the It had the potential to be a real throwback to a scarier, darker Freddy. They tried. There, there a, are moments. Yeah, there are. It's very much a gothic horror. Um, they, you could tell they, the... they really... Um, so so this this one kind of take... take It follows on from part four. Uh, mm. And we, we follow on with Alice, who basically, after Dream Warriors, they killed everyone off from Dream Warriors. And mm-hmm. Alice uh, inherited her powers, her dream powers, from Kristen? Correct. Yeah, there you go. Memory still works. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and uh, so so now we have Alice, who has been in the last two movies. Her friends just keep fucking dying, but she makes new friends every time. Every so year, fine. every year, they, 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 I would be friends with her. Bunch no. of friends. Especially not after I'm, this movie. Um, I'm like, stay away from me, bitch. I don't want to be your friend. Four <laughs> yeah, people just, died just, last year, yeah. last no. semester. What are you uh, doing? But you can tell they really wanted to make Alice into somebody. You know, mm-hmm. new Nancy. Well, the new Nancy. Yeah, the, the, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and to be fair, if you look at the series as a whole, four, three and four, and obviously the original, are arguably the most beloved because yep. in those films, they've got a decent challenge for him. Yes. You know, we talked about this before, obviously, didn't we, Rich, in the whole well, series? We did, but, you know. um, and two is a trip, but no one's going to tell me that Jesse's an adequate combatant for Freddy. No, you no, know, no, it's, no. It's, you know, and... I kind of feel a little bit sorry for Stephen Hopkins on this one because he gets absolutely berated for making this movie, but he was up against an extremely tight schedule on a movie that had already been started. A release date and posters were out, and there were very minimal shots actually even on camera. And then, you know, once it was done, he was known for doing stuff within a budget and a time frame. And once he was finished and his vision was there... The MPAA just had a massive stick up their ass and destroyed it. Well, uh, yeah. So I do feel for the guy. Don't get me wrong; he did make Lost in Space and Predator Two, so he's not completely innocent. But <laughs> fucking um, Lost in Space is a travesty. Yeah, I don't guilt. Predator Predator Two is a little bit of a guilty pleasure. It's got his moments. Lost, Lost in Space is an absolute oh, disgrace. Um, but he's also that. responsible for Twenty Four. He was the man behind Twenty Four way back when. So mm. he's obviously got some. Nice about him. I mean, Twenty Four was huge at one point, wasn't it? It was. Um, and he was the man, primarily with a group of others, responsible for Twenty Four. So 
you have to give them some credit. And like I say, Predator 2 had its moments. I think the uncut version of A Nightmare on Street 5, or The Dream Child, as it were, mm -hmm. if we could get our hands on it and watch it in you know beautiful HD with the full... Uh, transformation of Dan and the the full length scene of Greta being fed herself. I don't think it would be as much maligned as it is. You may be right. You you may well be right. Um, it's you it's know cheap. It's yeah. It's called, it, it is cheap. cheap. They they also try really hard at this point. It's it's kind of wild when you look at how this series started. It was like you know. Freddy Krueger was this child murderer, right? And then mm -hmm. he, he got killed, and now he's haunting people's dreams. It was quite a simple setup. And then by five, we're like, oh, he was born from a sanitarium where this nun was, like, raped by a thousand inmates. The and, son of a thousand men. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, And, my of course, God. all those men together, that all comes, you know, that's how, that's how you know, biology works. All of them in there together. Well, I like assume, a dish. because you have, you have got Robert England in there. Yeah. I'm assuming yeah, the there. assumption is that it was him he's the yeah, one that's how they want to that's uh, how they want it to, but yeah this, this whole mythos and that sanitarium is like but, I, I guess that's part dream because that's yeah. like the craziest place i've ever seen and i love the guys the the i mean again it's part the, the nightmare on Elm street series gets away with things being silly because it's like well it's in a dream so you know if it's badly written mm -hmm. it was a dream it doesn't make sense but yeah, i love the, the the two fucking orderlies they're like, oh, we've well, got a nun down there, but never mind. Oh, yeah. fuck it, I can't be bothered. Let's go. That'll be, let's go. <laughs> Close enough. Right. Oh, to be fair, you wouldn't get me stuck in there going, is that 87 or 88? I'm not sure. What's that nun like, doing down yeah, there? Yeah, what's that one yeah, nun exactly. doing down there anyway? Yeah, Why aren't these people in cells? Maybe we've bought them, maybe we've bought them something for Christmas for a good time. Who knows? <laughs> I, I was, it's, oh, sorry. You do you know who's to blame for it to a degree, though? Who? To a degree, the person to blame for us getting to this point with the series is Rennie Harlan. Because when Rennie Harlan took the job for part four, he was when he said, I'm going to make Freddy the star. He's going to be like the James Bond of horror. Mm -hmm. hmm. Which, quote, I mean, quote. that was in vogue, right? Because, you you know, you, that was, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. And I've said before, as a younger man, four was my favorite. Yes. Because yeah, it was very, very, yeah, because it was very kinetic, very Hollywood, very polished. It's better and than it, this. As, as again, as a younger man who was obsessed with the series, because it was made that much better and you had the new, new line sprocket and everything yeah. else because they were making money four was my favorite for a very long time um and i still got a place in my heart it's probably my third favorite now to be fair it's it's but fine he, yeah yeah this yeah. is this is it, where that, it starts that, going it, down it, it's yeah. here that it goes down fine five is the onwards. perfect word for it it's fine yeah <laughs> you know it's but um yeah he wanted to make freddy the the bond of horror and he was because four is the first movie that robert england is um top build top build yes mm. so and then from there, like I say, um, they wanted to do... Ironically, there was a writer who... His name alludes me, which is unlike me, but there was a writer who put a script in for Nightmare on Arm Street 3. And in Nightmare on Arm Street 3, his script, um, Freddy was haunting the dreams of pregnant women. And they were like, are you kidding? Get out. That's the dumbest kidding. idea I've ever heard. Yeah. And then like two years later, they went, do you remember that script you did? Have you still got it? <laughs> and then they literally pulled him back in two years later. Yeah, so in in this uh, in in this movie, uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, Alice is pregnant from Dan and um, Freddy Krueger, who was previously defeated at the end of four, um, when Alice turned everyone against Freddy, all the souls were were turned yeah. he'd taken were turned against. Fantastic! Him. It's a fantastic great, scene. Great ending. End it was a good way to end it. Really, yeah, that would have been fine. Um, Probably the best vanquishing scene of the series, actually. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Freddy has now realized he can get back by uh, using the sleeping mind of the unborn child. um and he's hoping to be reborn into the real world that's his plan yeah but i'm like that is the shittest plan ever do you know how fucking powerful you are when you can attack people in their dreams you will become mortal like that's a really bad idea just stay in the dreams and then you can't do anything because he's a baby (laughs) this is the thing you've literally just took the words out of my mouth if you can be anything if you're coming back to warn your mother and you're pregnant, so it has no bearing on how old you are. Yeah. Why come back as a nine-year-old kid? Mm-hmm. I'd be coming back as a grown-ass man going, uh, Mum, I'll help you defeat this guy. And you know I'm not crazy, and you're not crazy, because you've done it before. Yeah. No? So, yeah, it's got its, it's definitely got its flaws. It's definitely <laughs> got its holes. But, as I say, I do, feel, I do have some sympathy, because it was rushed. It was torn to pieces. I mean, there's a scene during the... The Greta when he's feeding Greta to herself. That's a great scene. In, it's like it's a great that. scene, and the uncut scene's fantastic. Mm. And there's a scene in, in the uncut version. There's a scene where a doll, a, a porcelain doll, drops to the floor mm-hmm. and bursts, and it starts to bleed. Yeah. The MPAA cut that for overuse of blood. There's the Mark scene, the Super Freddy scene. Heaven forbid. <laughs> they actually made them cut that down because they felt that Freddy slicing up paper was too grotesque. Oh no. It's really paper. They should have cut it for being a bad effect. Like, at least he had a dream power. I'll give him that because they completely got rid of the dream power side of things. Yeah, they didn't really explain how he has a dream power. No, it was a terrible dream power, but it was a dream power. Um, But yeah, so the MPA did him no favors. I mean, the Dan scene on the motorbike, the original full length scene, is is great when he's you know, Tetsuo the Iron Man for a moment yeah, yeah. it makes me laugh because nowadays with everything like Marvel and stuff, people go well he's clearly turned into Iron Man I go which one and they go well Tony Stark of course no no Tetsuo no. the other Iron Man it's the other one the one you definitely have not seen no. but should so, oh 100% yeah definitely um, should yeah and uh, I, I do like the, uh, the 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 bit when um the, I forget his name, the, the comic artist guy, uh, he's, he Mark, briefly Mark looks <laughs> like he's been sucked into the uh, Take On Me music video. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, the cast is... the ca- I mean, the, the scene with the, gra- the graduation scene with the parents. Oh, my God. It's like they went, who can we find that look, look, looks exactly like Rodney Dangerfield, but we can't <laughs> afford Rodney Dangerfield, so we'll get the other one. Like, why is this... There's a coach there from the football college. Like, Surely that's already been sorted in, because it's graduation. And why has he got a tie with tennis rackets on? And why do I remember that? <laughs> but hey, there you go. Um, yeah, it, it does itself no favours. That I can, I can definitely agree. But I do feel slightly sorry for slightly being the opposite word sorry for for stephen hopkins yeah i, uh, I thought lisa wilcox little, was fine you know lisa wilcox she's actually very dan hassel is just dull yes they, yeah just dull extremely and then um the rest of them don't really get a chance to i think i've seen kelly joe mincer in a few things now um and she's again fine i don't think i've ever seen eric anderson in anything else I love that. And I don't even remember. I don't even remember the guy's name who played Mark. The scene that really sticks out to me is that really awkward fucking scene where she comes downstairs and those two fucks are in the kitchen and they're like, "We want to help you with your baby. We thought we'd just yeah, adopt it and yeah. raise it yeah. as our own. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know us. Yeah. Okay. Problem cool. solved. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 
Like that's actually more awkward than Mark going, "No baby, no, no baby dreams." Yeah. And like, well, he's yeah, not yeah, wrong, he's... and then he dies. He dies like ten minutes later. He is right, but yeah, he's not right. Yeah, and that should be far more awkward than uh, we want to help you and raise <laughs> our son's child, and yet they come across as complete douchebags. That could have been the proper end game because they they seem like fucking psychopaths anyway. They yeah. probably would have raised yeah. Freddy to be a psychopath, and it would have continued on, but um. But yes, it's, the dream child, uh, uh, yeah. the beginning of the end, I think, for the Nightmare franchise. Did, did anyone think as well after the the comic book character died? Yeah, it just turned into a meatloaf video. Yeah, it kind of yeah. does. I was, yeah. Just, yeah. I was watching yeah, again. Yeah. I can imagine meatloaf just walking around this set, mm-hmm. like they're walking in the, up and down the stairs, the hallways, yeah, singing "I Could Do Anything." Yeah, I thought, is this a meatloaf exactly. video, or did they like, just chuck meatloaf in afterwards? Going, meat, <laughs> jump in, make a video. Meat, we've got this set. <laughs> What you, what are my line? My your lines are his name is Robert Paulson. Okay, cool. I'm in. <laughs> be good. Right, have you seen the soundtrack to the film as well? Oh yeah, particularly yeah. the uh, oh. the credit song. Yeah, so- is it is it is it four or five that has the um, the hip hop song at the end? The, the uh, beef with our LL Cool J. It might be four actually. That's, no, that's uh, five. I, I I watched it last night. Oh, there you go. You did. Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, and also yeah, um, you've also got, um. A solo version of "Bring Me," you bring your daughter to the slaughter. Yep, yes, Bruce Dickinson's right, on yeah. there, which we later re-record with um, the boys and Iron Maiden. The boys, the lads, and I got to and become one. their wasn't their only UK hit. So their only UK number one after as well. It, it is, yeah. And also, there's a track on there from Samantha Fox. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's like two facts about them, actually, because it's, it's, it's both your two's film, so. Oh, it's Mark's, Mark's yeah. film. Yeah, the, sure. I mean, the whole franchise is, is mine. I could talk forever about the whole yeah. franchise and, you know, at nauseam. I mean, also, I, I, when I when I launched the, the House of Horror, the first uh, retrospective I did and the first set of reviews I did was the Nightmare on Elm Street series, um, which it was obviously always going to be. So, um, but yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I watched them quite regularly, to be fair. It's it's in my blood at this point, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> weirdly, so... But I will say, even Fred is Dead and The Dream Child... They're better than the remake. It, That's what you're going to say, isn't it? One, yeah, one, they're better than the remake. Um, but also, they're not the worst films. I mean, no, we they're... talked about this before, Rich. And no, Freddy hasn't been done as dirty as, say, Pinhead, for example. Oh, God, or, no. Or not like, even close. No. Like, nah. the thing is, like, we, me and Nick talked about it this morning. Because Nick rewatched it yesterday. I actually rewatched it this morning. And, right. and like, Nick came over and he was like... You were like... It's pretty crap. And I was like, yeah, but it's like, it's the kind of crap that's really fun. Like, it's crap, but I'm having a really good time watching it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, the remake just makes me angry. And and a lot of the Same. Hellraiser movies, you're right, they they do pinhead dirty to the point that it actually makes me kind of angry mm-hmm. at times. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's not fun. I mean, you know, they, they, no one's been done worse than than Pinhead. I I originally, looking back at my reviews, mm. I gave Freddy's Dead one out of five. I one, think that's probably one, one, one or two. One maybe. Freddy's Dead gets gets one power glove out of five. I think if if Freddy's Dead dropped the comedy <coughs> sound effects, it would probably go up to a two. <laughs> I just wish they'd made the movie with Peter Jackson instead. Now, that, to be fair, five doesn't do much better because Nightmare on Street Five: The Dream Child gets one and a half Super Freddies out of five, so it got half a point more. Damn. So yeah, and then like, so you're you're right that the end was in sight because, you know, I gave part four what three and a half out of five I don't, yeah three and a half i don't believe in use out of five so um the drop-off is 
monumental. It is. But, yeah. also, you know, also you have to remember the 90s sucked for horror. Yep. Apart the from the part. odd one here and there, they, they, it, you know, yeah. it's not the best of years. So, but um, yeah, The Dream Child, check it out if you've not. Let's it's hear worth, what you guys think of it. It's worth it. You really would have to watch part four for any of it to really Just make watch sense. the whole series. Um, I mean, yeah, it, they're, yeah. and they're not long movies. You know, you could do the whole series in a day. I, if I, if I had my way, I would say like, Nightmare on Elm Street 1 to 4 and it ends at the end of 4 and that's probably fine <laughs> I like New Nightmare oh no I love New Nightmare but I don't think that's a Nightmare yeah, on Elm Street movie that's a great movie though uh, yeah. I, I prefer New Nightmare yeah. to Scream in terms of that commentary I, yeah. I prefer New Nightmare but that's yeah it was well it was the testing of the water wasn't it, it was. will this work if I try it and then obviously it did and, we, and he was away again so yeah, yeah I think if you if you're not if you're not, you know, completely obsessed with the series like I am, or you're not massively obsessed with horror, like again, mm-hmm. like I am, and and, and riches, then you could quite easily watch one, three, four, and you'd be done. Yep, yep. One, three, four, and you'd be done because as much as two is a trip, it has no bearing on the series overall. It's never mentioned again. It is a bit of a wet fart. Yeah, too. I it's mean, so it, it's, fun, it's it's not it's so fun. It's, it's funny. It's, yeah. It's so wacky, but yeah, if you know, if you're like, well, I want to, I want to find out a bit more about this, but I haven't got time, or mm. you know, whatever the case may be, one, three, four. Those are the nightmare. Ones. Yeah. But one, three, four from the original set, you're done, really. Yep. Um, and if you want to know what happens to Alice and and Dan, then obviously you go into five. My my box set has, uh, I've got that that first edition. Uh, DVD box set of Nightmare on Elm Street that didn't have Freddy's Dead because it was licensed under a different company, I think. Uh, really? And I've never bought. I've never bought Freddy's Dead. Got, <laughs> I just yeah. can't be bothered. I, <laughs> I would Freddy's watch Dead. it if it wasn't in the box set. Mm. Yeah, I've got the American box set. With yeah, the, you've uh, got the the full with the 3D glasses. Mm. With the nice. Yeah, is that the 3D glasses that give you a migraine after yeah. about five minutes? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I saw it in the theaters. I saw it in the theaters twice. I think. I think. Jesus. Well, yeah. Well, you know. Speaking of getting, of speaking of getting a migraine, should mm. we talk about the music? That's that's a good um, segue. It is number ten. How can we be lovers? Michael Bolton still hanging on by a thread. He's what still in there. Uh, number what, nine. What a man and what a main. What a yes, what a main indeed. <laughs> uh, especially man, man, especially at man. this time. Um. Yeah. Number nine, Vogue, Madonna. Uh, number eight, Covergirl, New Kids on the Block. They've slipped quite a lot, actually, because they were quite high up. Yeah, like, that's not even one just... of their bangers, though, is it? No. Cocaine had kicked in by this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number seven, Venus. Uh, number six, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. By chimes. Uh, this is this is kind of, by the way this is like somewhere oh, in the month yeah. I didn't yeah I yeah, the, yeah, I yeah think that's the end of the month um hold on in vogue uh number five June, June. number four dirty cash the adventures of Steve <laughs> uh, sorry I just cut you off completely I, I, <laughs> no it's all I good I a flashback to that that song that song yeah it's weird sometimes <laughs> they come in don't they they just hit you wow, dirty uh, cash that terrifying number three better the devil you know kylie uh number two world in motion uh england new, uh, new order and uh of course number one is killer by adamski right i got some information here give us some information right Do it. i've got the john barnes rap from um world in motion have you got the lyrics you have do you remember it mark i remember it come on tell Check me you can sing it oh 
No, are you going to sing? So. I'm going to sing it because I'm not going to. Oh. I'm going to. I'll do spoken word. Spoken right. word. Yeah, do spoken word. Do okay, it like a, do it like a. I'll see if I can poet. jump in. Okay, then. You've okay. got to hold and give, but do it. Do at, it at the, the right time, wasn't it? That's yeah, it. you can be slow or fast, but you, you must get to the line. Yeah, they'll always. Oh, you're finishing each there other. You go. They'll point. always hit you and hurt you. Defend and attack. <laughs> there's <laughs> Is that only right? yeah. There's only one way to beat them. Get round the back. <laughs> Catch me if you can. Because I'm the England man. And what you're looking at is the master plan. Yeah. We ain't no hooligans. Oh, now you've got me. Okay. This isn't a football song. Okay. Three lions on my shirt. I know I can't go wrong. I exactly. Knew, do you know, I knew that was going to end. As soon as you said that, I knew that was going to end with I can't go wrong. Not yeah. bad, huh? One bit I lost that. And that's, that was good. And that's, that was the um, probably the peak era of... um. You, this is probably something you've not you wouldn't have listened to um football teams doing songs yeah i wouldn't have listened to that do you remember any is there any you remember i remember a few yeah the, over you, the years An- anfield rap anfield rap i remember With yeah John Barnes rapping remember. on that as well yeah mate the greatest football song ever made is probably don't come home too soon by delamitri from a purely music point of view Oh, is that a Scottish World Cup one? Or? It's a Scottish World Cup one, yeah. It's a great song. Oh. My, um, I know lots of people go, this song's amazing. You know, it's about the Scottish football team like bowing out of the World Cup after two <laughs> games, right? No, I'm not listening to that ever again. So you just said it's a great song, and it is. Oh, I um, I'm, I'm so excited it's Man United. Oh, no. Yeah, no. No, thank you. Back in the 80s, Chaz and Dave used to do all the Tottenham ones. We, we, we listened to one in work, did Because <laughs> it was really quiet and we were like, we're talking about it. And it's like, oh, it's Chaz and Dave one. It's got Ozzy Ardidas in it. It's really funny. And we were just watching it. it like, the thing Ardidas. is, back then, if you got, if you got to like the FA Cup final, you you made a song, didn't you? That yeah. was how it was. Yeah. You just re- yeah. You're obligated you're re- to create you release, a song. Yeah, you're obligated to release a terrible song. And you'd be on top of the pops so the band would be playing and the football players would be in the background yeah. swaying, pretending they're singing. It's a good idea from a management perspective. They're like, it doesn't matter if it's shit. You're literally champions right now. You will yeah. make money. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just do yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. You, not even if you, you didn't know if you were going to win the World uh, FA Cup true. time. That's true. Both of yeah, we won't release it if you fail. Yeah. The, what was the name of the? Do you remember the Waddle and Hoddle song? Uh, Diamond Lights. Like the match Diamond Lights. Oh it's like, it's like um, darling, I love you. Diamond Lights. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. I think you got it on my hard drive. Somewhere. <laughs> of course. I got a CD. Yeah. I had a CD from the nineties. Top football songs. I think it was on there. God, give it Diamond Lights, Hoddle and Waddle, Big Mullets. Big him in the game, big one in the game. I think we'll get to that later on this year. Yeah, and we got some um, album songs as well. Uh huh. Albums aren't very good at the moment. The number ones for albums, but the Carpenters with their compilation album. Oh, they see compilations like they should be struck from all charts. They don't count. count. Yeah. So that was only yesterday by the Carpenters. Got eventually got knocked off by Soul to Soul. Nice. We're recently on that on that um, comedy show on BBC One on Mm -hmm. that Saturday. We had a new decade, which. Beat Madonna's "I'm Breathless" to number one. Ooh. I think "I'm Breathless" is the Dick Tracy one, isn't it? It might be. Yeah. We also had new entries, yeah, for album charts or the album songs. Big Fun, <laughs> Billy Big Idol, <laughs> Bruce Dickinson, The Pretenders. A Bruce Dickinson's song, presumably the one that's on Freddie's. Uh... Yeah, or I might, yeah. Uh, this is the al- album. So. album. Yeah, yeah, it's the album for yeah. yeah. Um, Dio, Knock nice. Up Your Walls, and Kim Wilde. We've got albums hanging around by the Essential Pavarotti and some Nigel Kennedy albums. So for some reason... Where's Kylie? I thought Kylie would still be hanging around uh, there somewhere. She's jumping out now. She's leaving now. She's old hat. She's so, back to neighbours. For some reason, hat. we're liking classical, <laughs> we're liking classical they music. They got married. Fuck them now. Yeah, we're liking classical music at the moment. Yeah. 
But we did have some new singles. Oh, before I forget, we had a new single. Cully did have a single, the new one, Better Devil You Know. There was a really fun moment earlier this year where um, Kylie and Jason Donovan were going neck and neck. And uh, Jason Donovan was doing quite well in the singles charts, but then Kylie kept screwing him over. Yeah. But those days are dead now. Apparently, days Jason Donovan's gone. moment is gone. He's just <laughs> not mentioned ever again. He's just a kebab van now. He's like a Transformer. Yeah. <laughs> Transformer into the kebab van. The Jason Donovan. Gave up. Yeah. And he exists no more. That, yeah, that's pretty yeah. much music for the month, unless you've got any others I've missed. Uh, no, that's, uh, that's what I've, I've got. I've got two that were big, mainly for myself. Um, oh, go on. Which was uh, Ice Cube's America's Most Wanted. Oh, yeah. Was and one. Eric B. and Rakim's Let the Rhythm Hit Him. Nice. Being a a hip hop man, a a child of hip hop, uh, America's Most Wanted was played repeatedly in the parents' house. Um, So that's the only two that sort of spring out to me from from then. So were your parents big hip hop fans, or no? (laughs) Jesus, no. Uh, I just grew up in a house where music was welcomed in all forms. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I mean, I love all music. No, I could. Uh, I've always had this sort of ability to hear a song once and then either know every lyric or close to it. Um, and I love all sorts, but I just, yeah, I just always gravitated towards hip hop. So, um, but now we grew up in a house of like the Beatles and Springsteen and Bob Dylan and um, the Rolling Stones, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Nice. Mm. Any show, Waddy Waddy? No, no. My mum loved Ross Stewart though. She's a big fan of Ross Stewart. Oh. So, but you can, you know, mm. yeah, you can sort of deny that. He's a bit no, no, sure, Waddy Waddy, I'm aware of. I wonder what now we're on in May of 1990. <laughs> What's 1990's now number? Okay, it's got to be. All right, I'm going to guess, yeah. Have a guess, and we'll have a look for next time. 20 or 21. All right, see how close you are next time. We'll look that up. Um, over in the video game world, uh, Fantasy hey. World Dizzy is still doing super gangbusters on uh, on home computer yeah. as uh, as the uk primarily was we were like yeah good for you with your your video game crash and all that crap we're and just you, and you're here tape. playing fantasy dizzy we got fine. tape players yeah um the nes of course is still dominated by super mario 2 because us peasants don't get super mario 3 until like august or something of this year and um, yet when it arrives it goes down to be just one of the greatest video games of all time oh absolutely it so already is worth the wait. it already it, is it, in america and we're just reading yeah, about it in magazines and just wishing you know yeah. that uh, same snesdo had an absolutely appalling and yet i loved it even by then nightmare on Elm street game it does the nes did have a, a terrible nightmare on Elm street game and a friday the 13th did. game as well which wasn't very yeah good it did yeah the thing is back then when you were a kid you were like oh my god it's based on the movie and you just persevered you know <laughs> didn't care yeah. yeah just didn't care just running around doing whatever it told you to do and you were happy it's it's funny i look back on some of those games now and i'm like yeah they're awful but at the time you know i I just loved them it's fine just played them anyway you know yep Yep. uh the master system we've got wonder boy 3 uh still still hanging in there um and uh, apparently in may final blow is the uh, (laughs) it's a boxing game not a sex game uh that is the best-selling mega drive game of uh of may really and how much were those games at retail do we know because i bet they were like peanuts yeah quite a lot i I reckon the mega drive ones were like 50 40 dollars probably yeah 40 dollars do you think 199 mastertronic Mm. yeah yeah get your tapes (laughs) so yeah and then the only other thing i've got from may of 1990 is uh some comics 
the uh, Necropolis storyline is uh, going on in Judge Dredd in 2000 AD. Uh, Dredd is, you know, he's had enough and he quits. Takes the <laughs> long walk and uh, while he's away, the Dark Judges uh, take control of Mega City 1 and turn it into the Necropolis. Oh my God. Uh, you know, underrated the Judge Dredd book. Oh, not for me. My favourite. Oh, yeah. Um, my gateway. And fucking Spider-Man. You know, the early 90s had that resurgence. Because Spider-Man's always been popular, but there are times when yeah. Spider-Man is like peak popularity. Too early for clone, isn't it? It's way too early for too clone. clone. Spider-Man yeah, yeah, yeah. is is fighting Venom in a, in Central Park, but he's also teaming up with the Avengers. He's, it's that time when Spider-Man is just in every fucking yeah. team everywhere because Spider-Man sells, you know. He's busy yeah. boy. It's like Wolverine, isn't it? Yes, if you're not like sure Wolverine. if a book's going to sell, you just drop Wolverine into it. Yep. And DC do it with Batman. You know, or is it going to sell? We'll chuck Batman in for a couple of episodes be fine yeah. absolutely um we're gonna we're gonna be getting some big big stuff soon right because we'll be getting to like death of superman and stuff yes and all that stuff. yes yeah um, yeah my comics being my second love i i'm all about that sort of well, well we will definitely have you back mark for sure cool uh, Always we'll, available. we'll, we'll uh, we're, we're gonna be getting into i think as we get through the 90s especially once we get to like 91 we're going to start getting into some seriously good films. And some seriously good music. And some seriously good music. Yes. And also, I mean, you know, if I can put a plea in, yeah. October 1990 would be amazing because oh, that dude, would be um, Twin Peaks aired. Dude, if you want to come back for that, I mean, we'll probably have you back before then, but if you want to come back for that, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'd love to come back. Just let me know. I'm always around. Yeah, if dude. I'm not, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, we've still got one big subject that we love to go over. Well, we do, don't we? We got the wrestling. Yay! So here we go. Right. Obviously, so we we are coming off the heels of WrestleMania 1990. Uh, Warrior Hogan. Warrior is now the champion. And we're going into May. No one really gives a shit, but. But Some stuff happened, right? This one didn't happen in um, May. Uh-huh. But it was filmed in April. Mr. Yeah, Perfect yeah. wins the Intercontinental title tournament. So this is who he's up against. This is the um, everyone else. So you've got eight people. Tite Santana, big name. Yeah. Akeem the African Dream. Oh. Legend. He's yeah. not aged well. That 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 is kind of <laughs> no. awkward. So man. like Tito Santana beaten by count out, so he must have been t- too fat to get back in the ring. <laughs> then you've got Bruce Beefcake and Dino Bravo. Mm. Double count out. Oh, <laughs> then you got Mr. Perfect Pins, Jimmy Snooker. Right. Then you got Roddy Piper and Rick Martel. I think it'd be a banger. That'd be a good match. Double disqualification. So it just says straight to the final of Tito San and Perfect. So hang on a minute. The winner of the Intercontinental title tournament is the only person who finished a match. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Perfect is amazing. Oh, Mr. Perfect's great. Um, so this was back in the time when they were like, no, no, no. If you've won the world title, you can't possibly hold another title. You need to give that up, son. Brother. So, uh, <laughs> brother. Yeah, so uh, of course the Ultimate Warrior is giving it up. And now he is the world champion. Yep. So we've had a, um, a couple of big events. Um, I think we had a Saturday night's main event mm. appear to it. In that we've got like Warrior defending against Haku. Yeah. Who in real life is, a, I'd say he's probably baddest ass and one of the baddest asses in the world I, th- yeah. I think it's safe to say he would I have crushed yeah. Warrior yeah. if uh, that, that I think we're all on the same world. page with that one yeah mm-hmm. it was good um, we had um, we did have a tag team match I, I remember reading about this um, it was the um, the Rockers and the Heart Foundation were having a scrap right while Stemolition watched from outside Oh, but they got involved and for the first time ever we had like a triple threat match although it didn't turn into a match it was after effect so we had like one from Demolition fighting a Rocker a Rocker fighting one from the Heart Foundation and someone from the Heart Foundation fighting one of the demolition all in the ring at the same time. 
Wow. I remember reading about that and I couldn't get it around my head. It's like, that's not <laughs> What? It's like, there's six people instead of four. <gasps> Triple threat match three. player. But they never did it. They never, they never sort of followed through with it. No. But that's not the big wrestling news of the month. I you know what the big wrestling news of the month is. Is it, is it a, a, a natural disaster? Yeah. They actually filmed it twice. It was that good. <laughs> it was so good they filmed it twice. <laughs> Brilliant. They filmed it twice to get the best views. Um, one of the things they used to do back in uh, the 90s, because there was no internet, spoiling it. So Earthquake squashes Hulk Hogan on the brain. Uh, literally show. squashes. Breaks his spine, kills him. He's dead. There's, there's He's never left. coming back. So we, we need Only Blue time. Thunder can save him. Yeah. So we need the, uh, <laughs> or whatever the, it was called. Or what night boat. <laughs> What's the boat called? Thunder in Paradise. Yeah. Yeah, Thunder and Paradise. There you one. go. So the next... That was a good, of, that's a good theme tune if we're yeah, talking TV. The theme. next sort of um, three months or so, we're encouraged to write letters to Hulk all the Hulkamaniacs have to write to Hulk Hogan don't retire Hulk don't retire you have to come back their letters will heal his spine yeah. exactly and going, going back to Earthquake yeah, do you remember what Earthquake looked like back then can you remember yeah, yeah. big yeah. hairy he looked like an English wrestler is what he looked like, like. he was also wasn't he the shark at some point that's was, later yeah, yeah. how old, yeah, how old just a guess do you think the Earthquake was when he squashed Hulk Hogan 21 <laughs> 30, 33 he's got to be mid 30s I'll go with that 27. Fucking hell, he wow. looks way older than I know, that. I was wow. like, I had to double check and I, checked I, went, I went and checked his date. That's a hard life. That is a hard life. That's a hard life. There's all these earthquakes he's experienced. <laughs> yeah. And there's no tugboat saving Hulk Hogan. Where, where, where's tugboat? Yeah, where is tugboat? And where's yeah. Brother Love just like winding people up to get it done? <laughs> so that, that's that's a really went on in wrestling. Not much went on, but... um. That's not true. I oh, have one. Oh, go on in. Yeah. We'll beat that, and I had to double check it because I thought it was. I wasn't sure if it was the right month. Oh, it but doesn't matter. In May, what, what in May 1990, May 19th, 1990, Sting would tag team with Robocop. Oh yeah, you are because I've got results from Capital Carnage. How the there you go. fuck did we miss that? I, oh, yeah, I've got the results. I forgot about. That. Okay, because that's like one of the biggest events in wrestling. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was 1990, but I wasn't sure if it was May. I did I have to look it, it up. Disclaimer. Yeah, because I got some WCW news. Oh, WCW. WCW. So, so I've, I've only got like um, title holders and changes. Okay. So we've got like um, Doom uh-huh. beat the Steiners at the, uh, for the NWA tag team titles because it was still the NWA yeah. tag team titles. Yeah. And they were still a thing, right? Like Capital Combat. So it didn't, it didn't become WCW tag title next year. Ric Flair is the current world champion. The Midnight Express won the um, US tag titles by beating Brian Pillman, senior. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the Zed Man. Is that Tom Zink? The Z-Man. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know that one. Yeah, but you've got did, me there. But did he um, did he turn up in American Mills towards the end with Buff Bagwell? Oh, yeah, he uh, might have done, actually. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes. Well, like, we both know someone who would definitely know that answer. Yeah, but, um, we'll get yeah, Gainer on. I think you're right. Um, Lex Luger is the US champion. The um, yeah, TV title sense. is um, currently vacant after a bit of a match with Muta and Sting. But this was like ages ago, so it was vacant for about nine months. Yeah, no one really gave a shit about the TV title, nope. like ever. No. So we, no. so in, um, it was a great concept, yeah. but never, you know. In WWF, we got the Ultimate Warrior is the world champion. Yes, Mister Perfect is the IC champion, and Demolition are the tag team champions. All I pretty massive names, aren't they? And RoboCop never held a title in no. his whole no. career, undefeated. No. Undefeated, one match. It's like it took him six weeks to get down the ramp. That's true. It did take him a while. He did save Sting out of that. Like, he was counting he out before he got there. Out the cage. Right. Oh, I find yeah. an interesting fact as well. I'm going to ask you. Hey, we question. we need to cover it one day. I, I oh no, it might have already happened. What? Child's Play. When did Chucky team up? Oh, that's nineties. Is that nineties? We'll, we'll that have was, you back for yeah. that one. Yeah, that's Rick's, yeah, yeah, sure. That's late nineties, I reckon. That late nineties? Yeah. 
There is. Yeah, I, I got one. I got one question sure. to to end the wrestling on. Go on. It's not really related to this particular thing, but it's information I found out. Mm. Who was the last ever WWF champion, world champion, and therefore the first WWE world champion? The last WWF, uh, first WWE. Oh. You got it here, Mark. So we're looking for the last ever WWF champion who also became the first WWE champion. So that would have been... Mm. I'm going to go with Brett. Oh, that's, a, that's a complete guess. So you're going with Brett. Who do you want to go with? It's later than Brett, isn't it? Or is it? it, it I'm not sure if it is. I, oh, God. Now I've given that's my a answer. difficult one. No, no, you might be right, though, because it, it, it... I want to... Like, in my head, it's like 99-ish. But I could be wrong. It was earlier than that, wasn't it? The court was case. Was it earlier than that? Mm, don't know. This is why I'm doing this show to remember. I've got mm. like fucking ages to get to that. Well, if I give you a clue, go on. It won't be on this show. Oh, yeah. so it is. It is two thousands, huh? Yeah. I will go with Kurt Angle. All right. So you've got Kurt Angle. You're going with Brett, right? Well, we know I'm, it's not Brett right, though. Right, you've right, I'm going to give you a clue. Yeah. <laughs> this is a clue. So let, who... let Mark have another guess now oh, that he knows it's two thousands. 2000s, yeah? Apparently yeah. sometime in the 2000s. Okay, so 2000 to 2002 was like my golden era for wrestling. So it was going to be, let me think, 2000, 2000. I got two sides of a coin here, yeah. and it's either Triple H or it's, I can't believe I'm going to say it, Hulk Hogan. Now let me tell you something, brother. It was Hulk Hogan. Oh my God, no, it was fucking was it really? Hulk Hogan. Yeah, oh, shit. I, yeah, that was when he came back. And they dispersed the NWO after about two yeah. weeks. So, so it, it was, just to be clear, it was Hulk Hogan and not the completely other person. No, it wasn't Mr. No, America. Mr. America. It was, it was, it was, it was a completely happened. separate person. So they had the, it wasn't Hollywood Hogan. It was, it was yellow, it was, and, black, yeah. uh, yellow and red blue. scarf, real American. Yeah, so he beat um, Triple H for the title. He did, I remember it. And then, they, then uh, all of a sudden, it became get the F out. Yeah. And it became the That's right. Yeah. And then um, he eventually lost to The Undertaker. But, I thought that was so much. But Hulk Hogan being the last WWF champion, it sounds like something he'd be like, Vince. I know we've got to change the name, but like, let me win the title one last time. It should have been the Undertaker because he could have buried the F. Yeah, oh, that's well. a brilliant. There you go. You're, you need to start writing for them. Yeah, I mean, get get rid of Freddie Prince Jr. and get yourself in there. Get me in there. Yeah, yeah come on. So that's me. That's me done for wrestling. I think this month I can't think of anything else. No, Robocop no. is a big deal though. That's that's yeah. one of the that's one of the all time shit moments in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling that's when you go. What, like am I what am I watching? That's when you sit. Yeah, there that's go, that's. What, what am I doing in my life? Is one of those moments when even as a kid yeah. you're like, what am I doing? Was that with, with the Horseman then? So like, because I, I remember him saving Sting from the Horseman. Yeah, it was the Horseman locked him in there. Yeah, they locked him in yeah, the cage, and right. then Robocop comes out. Arn, Bobby Eaton, probably a flare or. I still love that. <laughs> the uh, the late late nineties. Um, when uh, Goldberg runs over Sid's car and Sid <laughs> comes out, he's acting on top of his did car. You when you that every day? Car. Yeah, I did. shocking. It's yeah. one of my Absolutely favorite clips. Shocking. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Wasn't that um? What was his name? Who was responsible for it? Who was booking it at that uh, point? Russo. Uh, it was Russo, I think. Yeah. Was it still Russo, or they yeah. had gone on to Kevin Dunn at that point? No, it, it, it was, Kevin it was Dunn early Russo, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. Russo, and um, oh, there was another guy. Ferrara. Yeah, Ed Ferrara was with Russo. Ed Ferrara, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it was the two of them. That's right. Because when Kevin Dunn took over, he made... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the powers that be. Yeah. the Kevin Dunn took over and he made it, uh, he made Sid the man of the millennium. And he millennium just man, yes. He just battered everybody. 
Yeah, they were like, we, we need another Goldberg's injured. We need another Goldberg. You're the Millennium <laughs> Man. Watch out for your leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what he must have is blonde ringlets. Yeah. <laughs> And Nothing a, says tough. And thing. a huge upper body and the smallest legs for the man with a massive <laughs> upper body. Absolutely no talent. Yeah, you could almost tell his legs were a bit of a weakness even back then. It's like, maybe oh, yeah. don't jump off top ropes yeah. on those legs, Sid. Because yeah. your your top half weighs like 300 pounds and your bottom yeah. half is like 10 pounds. <laughs> and wearing all those jorts. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Psycho oh. Sid, Sid Vicious, Sid Justice. Sid or just Sid. As Sid my I, I always remember, whenever someone says Sid, I automatically go, oh yeah, the man of the millennium. Can you remember? We're just talking. He's justice to, to me. He's justice. We're just talking fucking wrestling now. Yeah. But can you remember when? Um, this is not May of nineteen ninety, guys. I'm just talking shit. But can you remember when? Um, it was uh, it was Sid, uh, versus Shawn Michaels, and he and Shawn Michaels had the flu. <laughs> is that when he? Gave no, that? I don't remember that. Yeah, he had the flu. He had to fight. The, he had to fight, uh, Sid, whilst having the flu. Is that the one with like, and he probably still dragged him through a five star match. Yeah. Is that when Sid like hit his manager with a camera? Like who's a Lafayette? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's you a know he didn't hold back. See, why do so I know who, never Why do I know Jose Lafario? And like I, someone asked me a really important Actually, question. Actually, was it What Shawn did you Michaels do last week? Oh, I don't know, but I know who Jose Lafario is because he was Shawn yeah. Michaels' He like, brought Shawn idol. Michaels in and then Sean screwed him over. Yeah, he probably give him a super kick or something. But he was a legend in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Get old it's turn up in AEW next week, don't worry. Yeah. The next one. <laughs> if he's still alive. Yeah, he'll be there. Sure, Tony's trying, Tony's gonna dig him up and offer him a check right now. You can do this, <laughs> you've got this. <laughs> we got Edge, we're getting Jose next. I think Doze is currently looking. Yeah, I, well, I was right. Yeah, so he he apparently actually and apparently Shawn Michaels actually was sick prior to the match, which is uh, I guess right. they did write it in. So uh, To be fair, Sean's Royal my Rumble all time, was and he was Sean was so good, it was that's, unreal. That's but he, Sean is my favourite ever. Yeah, I he, he was a great, you know, I mean, yeah. great wrestler. Um, he was actually better his second run when he came back clean. Yeah, yeah. I think. But um, yeah, Sean's always been my my go-to guy. I mean, in terms of him ring, no one could touch him even back then. He was a rocker back then, though. Back then, back then, he was one of the rockers. Yeah, right now. Yeah, he's, way he's back when, nobody. yeah. Before he put him through the window. Yeah, I think we've got a couple of years for that, before he gets put through the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still wearing uh, a luminous spangles at this point, I think. With the good thing tune. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, exactly. And Marty Gennetti, we shouldn't really talk about because we probably would never get another podcast put on Spotify ever again. Oh, my God. He is, he is proper mental. Batshit. Yeah, the man is, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's Virgil level. So he's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. like Virgil's lost his mind, doesn't he, at this point? Oh. Poor Virgil. Bless him. Virgil turns up at shows and just puts out a posting table and sits down and charges people for autographs. Is he I, still? Is he still technically the million dollar champion? No, no I, think he, I don't think. Back, I don't think he's got a million pence at this point. Who is the um, million dollar champion? I don't know. I think um, someone so had is it. There they, one? Someone well, had it. presumably someone had it when they got rid of it, right? Someone had it, but they gave it back to Ted. I think right. Ted, Ted brought it off them. And uh, they did a laugh. <laughs> yes, he does. So yeah. Ted was the million dollar champion. Ted, do you want to come into WCW? We know you can't work, but we need someone who can use a microphone without having a stroke. They yeah, did that sure, a no lot, problem. though, right? They did that a lot. It's yeah, like, hey, yeah. you but can none, still none talk. could work a mic. They yeah. were all shocked. You know, literally, you go, oh, the NWO, there's four of them. But hang on, there's like five limos just pulled up with six people each in it. <laughs> how, many of, you know, how many of them are there at this point? The Nasty Boys? Oh, the no. The Nasty Boys. They, they got their place in time. They were good for what they were. They were good as villains, right? I think we got yeah, ninety-two. Yeah. We got some nasty boys stuff coming up. Yeah. And ninety-one. Yeah, yeah. Ninety-one nasty boys tag titles. So, mm. mm-hmm. well, next month 
It's June 1990. I will turn five. That's the biggest news of next month. Oh, wow. There you go. But, uh, we'll see what's going on in the wrestling. World Cup's on as well. World Cup, yeah. Cup will be on, yeah. And um, we'll see what movies come our way. Mark, thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, guys. It's been a blast. Really we, will, we will absolutely have you back, uh, especially Brilliant. when we get some more horror movies in. Yeah, so, October. Cool, yeah. October for sure. I'd say, yeah. Definitely Twin Peaks in October. I, I, um, but if you guys want, want me to come around before then, just, you know. 100%, out. man. Whenever you, well, whenever you fancy it, but yes, absolutely. Cool. Cheers, man. And uh, thank you for listening, everybody. We will catch you next time. See you later. Thanks. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye. Bye.